Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Join us tomorrow, 7 p.m., the Sports Business Awards. It's a free virtual event, and you can go to our events page to sign up. Winners will be announced live in 17 categories in a show hosted by ESPN's Joe Tessitore. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. A slightly changing face of baseball yesterday as Major League umpires started regular checks of all pitchers for foreign substances. But there were no major incidents yesterday, and so we'll continue to watch that story in the news. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, June 22nd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Boy, what a day in college sports yesterday. And what will the NCAA Division I Council do today? They are scheduled to meet today and Wednesday, and it was believed they would pass some sort of overlay related to name, image, and likeness. But with the Supreme Court's ruling yesterday, there's so much uncertainty. These next nine days, incredibly interesting, leading up to that July 1st date when name, image, and likeness laws will take effect in six states. So no one is certain that the council will vote on NIL legislation or if they could fear further litigation on the heels of the Supreme Court ruling. And if there's no NCAA rule from the Division I Council, schools and conferences might have to take control of name, image, and likeness rules themselves. So almost feels like a little bit of a wild west right now. Yesterday's historic ruling by the Supreme Court did not directly touch on the issues of whether athletes may earn money from name, image, and likeness, but it was about compensating athletes as long as that compensation, again, is tied to education. So tutoring, uh, internships, and other examples like that. But it was a big win for Winston and Strawn's Jeffrey Kessler, the lawyer representing the student-athletes challenging the NCAA. He believes the decision could make a big difference going forward. He thinks it could lead to potential further change in the amateur model. And it's certainly clear. I mean, the NCAA is getting it from all sides. Its rules are being redefined. Lawmakers keep taking more and more action against the NCAA's rules. Now, it doesn't mean the end of the NCAA as we know it, but many do wonder if this could lead to more dramatic legal action seeking wider compensation models for athletes. So again, just some historic times right now in the NCAA We talk about all the pressures on an athletic director. Well, do you think that pressure just got ramped up again with yesterday's ruling? Well, absolutely. And we will continue to monitor the story as it develops. Let's shift to the NHL. The Islanders suffered a bruising loss last night. They're now down 3-2 in their series against the Lightning. But the Islanders have some really good news off the ice. We've been talking about the timing of their move into their new arena and the team's business.
business continues to be strong. The team has sold out more than 12,000 season tickets heading into next season, that's first season, at UBS Arena. Most of the season tickets are full season equivalent, so that's great news. Full season plans, only six of 56 suites at UBS Arena still remain for sale and there are fewer than 250 premium seats available. So basically, the Islanders are cashing in at the right time and moving to their new arena, UBS Arena, in the fall. Let's stay in the New York marketplace because look for Eli Manning to try and close business for the New York Giants. Yes, Eli Manning has joined the Giants front office. It's a broad role. He could be closing corporate deals one day. He might be speaking to fans another day. He might be developing some video content on third day or doing some community outreach at another time. He'll have an office in the Giants headquarters. He'll be a regular there as a business side employee when they return turn to the office sometime this summer. He'll not be full-time, and his exact duties are still being developed, but they will largely be in community roles, in content roles, and as a face of the franchise. The deal was put together by Giants Chief Commercial Officer Pete Goelli, who said a key goal will be looking at this opportunity to cross-sell sponsorships to companies that currently have a relationship with either Manning or the Giants, so both sides could benefit from this. Manning's agent, Excel Sports Management partner Alan Zucker, negotiated the agreement with Goelli. Goelli said Giants President and CEO John Mara was also a huge catalyst in bringing the sides together. It's a very interesting move. Most retired players don't have the time or maybe even the interest to do this, but we know the Manning brothers certainly enjoy the business of sports and the social side of the sports business. So Eli Manning to be front and center for the New York Giants starting this summer. So let's end the buzzcast, as we often do, around people. First, big news out of Fanatics. First, Fanatics brings on Tucker Kane, the well-respected president of business operations at the Los Angeles Dodgers. He is leaving the Dodgers after nine years. He'll serve as Fanatics' chief strategy and growth officer. That is a big role. He'll report directly to Michael Rubin. Tucker Kane, like I said, very well regarded. He was a member of our 40 Under 40 class in both 2014 and 2019. And in further indication that Fanatics has its sights set on global dominance in multiple areas, they are bringing on former FanDuel executive Matt King. He'll join Fanatics as Fanatics looks to expand beyond merchandise into other verticals, specifically gaming. So Fanatics bringing on some major, major intellectual and executive horsepower with Tucker Kane and Matt King. And finally, Fox Sports will have a big opening in its digital operations as its executive vice president of digital, David Katz, is leaving the company after three years. He'll remain with Fox Sports until September, and then he's going to go back to the Post Game, which is the sports content site and marketing agency that he founded in 2017. He will work with current CEO Eric Hurd to grow the company's sports betting business. Like everybody, David Katz is spotting real growth opportunities in the sports betting space. He plans to develop those at the Post Game with current CEO Eric Hurd. So David Cats leaving Fox Sports as its digital leader after three years. So that is your morning buzzcast. It's Tuesday. It's June 22nd. Hope everybody has a great day. I'm Abe Madcore. I'll chat with you tomorrow.
Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.